0: The ASG Podcast presents, informing. What you want to learn about, educating. Did you know that over forty? Empowering. empowering. You can do it. Improving the way you do you do business. You just take it one day at a time. In an industry that's anything but static. The ASG Podcast presents. Agent Apps. Welcome back to the Agent Survival Guide podcast for another episode of Agent Apps, where we explore different apps that can help make your life a little bit easier, more productive, and fun. In today's episode, we know that the holidays are coming up, and that means a lot of holiday get-togethers, so many favorite foods, and a ton of photo ops especially ones of your kiddos, kiddos, and even fur kiddos just being generally cute and adorable. We're going to talk about how you can use some simple photo editing apps to take those photos to the next level. Specifically, we've got a list of our top five photo editing apps. And if you're wondering how this applies to being an insurance agent, well, think about it this way. You can hone your photo taking and editing skills over the holidays – and then put your new skills to work in the new year. To increase your brand's visibility and perfect its image, you could possibly launch a profile on a new social platform or rethink your strategy on the social sites you're currently on. In this episode, we will be taking a look at five photo editing apps, highlighting the pros and cons of each, and hopefully giving you an idea of apps you might like to try. Now, I feel like I need to lead this off with a disclaimer that I am not a photography expert by any means. I'm a photography enthusiast, but certainly a self-taught one and an amateur at that. Additionally, please note that app prices and offerings are subject to change whether you are team Apple or team Android. Similar to our last Agent Apps episode, to craft this app list, I looked at a bunch of different reviews. Then, I looked at which apps the top bloggers and influencers are using to edit their photos. This is a curated list from all of that data, featuring the five apps that were mentioned the most. All of these apps will handle your basic photo editing efforts, like rotating, cropping, and adjusting the exposure. And they all have filters to adjust the colors and shades in your image. Some include filters for adding effects like grain, dust, bokeh, and light leaks. Features like the healing tool, skewing, flipping an image, lens blur, and a few other advanced ones are included for free on some of these apps and considered either an in-app purchase or a premium upgrade on others. Finally, Some of the apps have filter packs that can be purchased as an in-app purchase or accessed when you go premium. With all of that out of the way, let's start out with number five on our list. This is an app from Adobe that you've likely heard of, Photoshop Express, the mobile version of the popular desktop editing software. It's a free app that's available for iOS and Android devices that allows you to go premium to unlock extra content and features. There is a lot to like in the Photoshop Express app. The layout is pretty simple. It's easy enough to navigate around. One of my favorite things is that in the aspect ratio menu where you go to crop your photos, there are a bunch of presets for social images. So you don't have to look up what the correct dimensions for a Facebook header image or an Instagram story are. You just select what you're cropping the photo for. And the app keeps your edits within the proper ratio for that particular use. That being said, there is a learning curve for Photoshop Express, and there are a lot of features on the app that I know I will never use. For someone starting out or utilizing the app for basic editing, it might be a bit more than what you really need, but at any rate, the free version should be able to handle most of your needs. As far as the premium version, that upgrade will run you $4.99 per month, And unlocks editor themes, selective editing, advanced healing, which is when you remove or clone part of an image, replace eye, which sounds creepy and seems creepy, that you can replace an eye of someone who blinked with an open eye, auto selection, collage themes, camera effects, and more. Photoshop Express is available in the Google Play Store for Android and in the App Store for iOS. Next on our list, number 4, and this is the app that I use on a regular basis for my photo editing, Afterlight. The newest version is available for iOS devices, while a previous light version is available on Google Play for Android. The main thing that drew me to Afterlight when I first downloaded it, and that was back in April of 2014 for the legacy version of the app, in January of 2018 for the current app was its filters. I was looking for filters that were different than the ones on Instagram. The filters on Afterlight are subtle. They're not too over the top. They've got a set of filters to correct by color, which is very useful when color correcting teals and purples that won't photograph correctly. They've also got a great selection of monochromatic filters, high contrast black and white filters, and a set of filters curated from Instagram photographers. In total, there's over 130 filters to choose from. In Afterlight, you also have the ability to layer filters and save your edits as your own custom filter, which is pretty cool. Similar to Photoshop Express, there are a lot of features on Afterlight that I also do not use, but I think it's easier to use and to navigate. I was able to pick it up and get the hang of it pretty quickly, and like I said, I have been using it consistently since 2014. As of October 3rd this year, Afterlight became a free download with a premium subscription for $2.99 a month. Because I downloaded the app before that date, I'm able to access premium without the subscription, which is nice, but it was also difficult for me to tell which features are premium and which are not, so just keep that in mind. The nice thing about Afterlight going to this subscription plan is that you can use the free download and see if you like it or whether it will be enough that you may not even need the premium features. Moving on to number three, this is one that you might have heard of, especially recently, Visco. And if you've heard of it referred to in the form of a Visco girl, well, that is a stereotypical reference to the users of the app. But I can guarantee you Not all of the users are young, scrunchy-wearing, hydroflask-toting women, even if that is how the meme goes. The free version of Visco has most of what the other apps have in terms of free features, your standard editing tools and 10 basic filters that they call presets. The premium version unlocks the complete Visco preset library and that contains over 130 presets that are similar to the filters on Afterlight. But I believe Afterlight has more filters available in their free version than Visco does. Presets are categorized by the changes that they make to colors in the image. Others are by a mood or an effect that the filter gives the image. In addition to the Visco presets, they've got something called Film Emulation presets that mimic vintage photography. You'll also gain access to advanced photo editing tools, video coloring, bonus content for members, and weekly photo challenges, which is always a fun thing. I think we are all still mourning the loss of the Weekend Hashtag project on Instagram but we're here to talk about Visco. My experience with Visco is limited, but I did download it for the sake of this episode. It was really easy to get the hang of the features, pretty simple to use, and the filters are decent. It just would be nice if there were a bigger selection on the free version to rival some of the other free selections out there. Pricing for premium versions skews heavily in favor of a yearly membership. That will run you just $19.99 for the year if you pay all at once, whereas paying monthly will cost $5.99 per month with a subscription, and that totals $71.88 for the full year. Visco is available for iOS devices in the App Store and for Android devices in the Google Play Store. That brings us to number two on our list, and this is another app from Adobe. This time, we've got Lightroom. So let's start out with the difference between Lightroom and Photoshop Express. While Photoshop Express is strictly photo editing software, Lightroom is a photo management system mixed with a feature light version of photo editing. For basic photo editing purposes, Lightroom has all that you will need and it comes at less of a learning curve than Photoshop. In fact, most reviews recommend starting out with Lightroom, then moving to Photoshop Express once you move into more advanced features and editing. In Lightroom, you'll have the ability to crop, rotate, and change the look of your images with presets and profiles. At first, I wasn't sure of the difference between presets and profiles until I found an article from Pro Lost Store, which we will link to in the show notes. They are a store that creates these custom presets and profiles, and their explanation is that presets are like the shortcut to a finished product. You use a preset on a picture and typically save the results as is. Profiles on the other hand apply a look to an image, but all of the settings and controls are open and able to be edited so you can further customize your edits. Also, according to the Pro Lost Store Explanation, profiles enable you to perform editing effects that you wouldn't normally be able to achieve by just using the app controls. As far as ease of use, I found Lightroom to be a bit easier to use than Photoshop and it was more than suited to handle what I wanted it to do. Part of me wished that the profiles and presets were closer together on the menu slider. But another part of me understands why they're kept apart. If you're organizing the functions in the order of how your users should perform those functions, it makes sense that the presets, which are meant to be applied and saved, would be at the far right of the menu, with little function left to perform other than reverting to an original state or saving the changes. Regardless, the free version of Lightroom should be more than enough to handle basic editing needs like I mentioned earlier in this post. If you decide you like it and you want to upgrade to the premium version, it will run you $9.99 per month for the subscription. But in addition to Lightroom, you get Adobe Spark, Adobe Portfolio, and one terabyte of storage. Adobe Lightroom is available for Android in the Google Play Store and for iOS in the App Store. That brings us to number one on our list, and I have to admit that this is one that I had not heard of until I started doing research for this episode, and that is Snapseed by Google. Snapseed has been around since 2011. The company that developed it, Nik Software, was purchased by Google in 2012. Out of all of these software editing apps on our list, I would say it has the most minimal user interface And a lot of features. Filters on Snapseed are called Looks, and while I'm not the biggest fan of their color looks, I keep the app on my phone solely for how much I love their four black and white looks. I'm a big fan of contrast when it comes to black and white photography, and that cannot always be achieved with the filters on Instagram or Afterlight, but the ones on Snapseed achieve everything that I love about black and white photography. Feature-wise, you can crop, rotate, skew, or change perspective, as they call it here. You can add a lot of different effects. There's a lens blur, vignette tool, tons of frames, and double exposure. Pretty much everything that you're looking for in a photo editor can be found in Snapseed, and it's completely free. The only thing I would say that it's lacking is in the filter or look department, as they call them, while it does have those amazing black and white looks, there are only 11 looks in total. So though it lacks in looks, if you excuse the pun, it definitely more than makes up for it in features. Snapseed is also available for both iOS and Android devices and can be downloaded in the App Store and the Google Play Store, respectively. Snapseed is completely free. There is no premium level or subscription available, and that is why it is the number one app on our list, and likely why it was mentioned on so many other lists as I was researching this episode. So that does it for our list of the top five photo editing apps. But as a little bonus, we have got five simple tips to remember when it comes to taking your photos and setting up your shot. First, clean your camera lens. Think about how often you touch your smartphone in a day. Take a moment to wipe all of that hand grease off with a lens cloth if you've got one handy. If not, your sleeve, jeans, or scarf are also acceptable substitutes. Second, use the rule of thirds. Back in the day, you had to imagine the viewfinder of your camera broken up into a grid but now you likely have the ability to turn on the grid overlay in your smartphone. Do that. Then whatever it is that you want the focal point of the picture to be, a person's stunning dichromatic eyes, a beautifully manicured hand holding a sparkly bottle of nail polish, or your Brittany dog scout pointing at a bird, make sure it falls on those grid lines. Third, if you can, take photos outside in the shade. Natural light is the best kind of light there is. Not direct sunlight, though. Just natural light that includes the whole spectrum of light colors. Fourth, if you can't go outside, consider your lighting. You want the light to fall on your subject, not illuminate them from behind. Avoid taking photos with a window in the background. Rather, have your subject face the window and use the natural light from the window to light up your subject always consider your lighting source. And finally, our fifth tip, you can easily brighten up a photo by upping the exposure a little bit. Don't go too crazy that it looks unnatural, but increasing the exposure or brightness on a photo can fix some of the ill effects of poor or yellow indoor lighting. That being said, following the steps we outlined before taking your photos is a good habit to get into. People always joke that they can fix it in post. We always joke that we can fix it in post. But it's a lot easier when a photo was shot properly to begin with. Now you should be ready to hit all of those holiday get-togethers, record every single moment, and maybe even impress your friends and family with what you've learned. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. And thanks for supporting our podcast. We really appreciate it. We are so thankful for each and every one of our listeners because we wouldn't be able to do fun episodes like this one without your support. If you haven't subscribed or followed our podcast, just a reminder, it is completely free to do that. So please subscribe, follow, leave comments, and like this episode. We love getting your feedback. That does it for this installment of the Agent Survival Guide podcast. Thanks again for listening. We will see you next episode.